And that one. Okay, that's all the relevant news. That's all the relevant news because everything else is hearsay. Won't you know it? Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. one. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. It is another week of happy hour news, courtesy of Montreal Canadiens. Not news about us, but rather about the team. One could say this was a very interesting week in Habs history. In Habs news, on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> It's, so many things happened. So it, it it's only like two actual things happened. And everybody's losing their fucking minds. My name's David OJ, and I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. That's H-U-I-T. It's been so, long. It's been so long since I've had to say it. On Twitter, and we are the happy hour. Oh, yeah, Veronica's not with us, she is indisposed. We are the happy hour at happy hour on twitter.com, at happy hour pod on Instagram, youtube.com slash happy hour, and happy hour.com. I think that covered everything. If you're watching this, like, subscribe, please, or whatever you people do. Leave us a weird comment. We like those. Yeah, love weird comments that I read and completely ignore unless you're Mr. Taylor Banana Cheeks. I think it's Taylor Banana Cheeks. Yeah, I believe it's Taylor. It's Banana Cheeks something. Yeah, I believe it's Taylor. Yeah. Mr. Banana Cheeks. Mr. Nanner Cheeks. We love you. Clapping Nanner Cheeks. (laughs) David. All right. There's one bit of news that's not Habs related. Congratulations to, um, nope, don't got it. I had it and I thought I had it, but then I didn't have it. But now I do have it. Congratulations to Luke Prokop. Yeah. Coming out as the first player that's on an NHL contract to come out as gay. That takes us an incredible amount of courage and bravery and beth as our resident not straight person i'm going to let you take the lead on this because i'm a white man that is straight as an arrow (laughs) david's very straight i never i would man than david i would be (laughs) drilling for oil back in the 1890s if i were back there an oil baron exploiting the work of my underlings and becoming an ultra millionaire in the Gilded Age of America. However, I'm not that. Beth, please go ahead. If you ever write a book, my review on the back of it is just going to say, I've never been a straighter man than David O'Shea. The straightest um, person I know. Okay. The straightest person. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Luke came out today, um, and this is something that has been in the works for a while. Um, he has been talking to um, his family, um, his agents. He has multiple. Um, something he talked about with the National Predators, apparently, before he did this. So A they Predators prospect, by the way. just a... he, is, he is a Predators prospect. Yep. Um, and he said that he would rather play one to three, maybe, NHL games in his lifetime 
then have a then have a I think he said something about like I think three five Stanley Cups and three Norris trophies and something else like he would love all of that but it matters more to him to be um an example for other athletes like him and to feel that they have a a space and a voice and to feel that they belong in the NHL also um and that matters a lot I'm going to interject really quick because I'm going to hijack this because my TikTok (laughs) account which I've been using to do like updates on the Habs whenever something happens. Uh, at Metal Dave uh, zero one, I think that's my TikTok account. If I can find it quick, yep. At Metal Dave zero one, I put together a video saying, "Hey, Luke's gain he came out. That's awesome. Thank you. I hope this leads to a more inclusive league." I've already got more comments than I care to mention about how nobody cares. Actually, this is a really big deal. As it should be. Just because it, it's not directly about, not you, Dave, or you, listener, just something that doesn't directly apply to you me? doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. Excuse me? You mean it doesn't matter to me? It doesn't apply to me? Doesn't it matter? If I can't relate to this thing, why is it in the world? I want things my way all the time, and it should be a straight man skating against a straight man in the game that I like to watch. That's what these people sound like, and they're fucking idiots. Hockey's for everybody. I wear that hat for a reason. My nice little, you know, pride-colored Habs hat. Number one, it's super comfortable. And number two, it's a good cause. Because fuck, it's just... Everybody should be able to play. You want hockey to thrive? Everybody should play. Not just the, the, uh, the color of your skin, not just your culture, but also sexual orientation. It's a... Person playing a game. Person. That's it. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I got heated today. <laughs> You're fine. Um, he. So as we all know, in the any in the NWHL in the in the women's hockey world. Mm. Everybody's gay. it's a it's weird if you're not gay. Like it's basically. Um, and that has. Uh, been the norm for a while um we've also had the um i don't want to say pleasure or privilege but i just like we have gotten to know harrison brown through his um journey and transition um and he played in nwhl for a while i, I forget which one sorry i forget there was he played professional hockey as a trans man for I think at least one season and now he's got a book coming out and uh he's done some other stuff he's he's retired from hockey now um but and there's there have been some other players that have come out either post-retirement uh pro pro hockey players that come out post-retirement or uh other and other athletes that have come out uh recently or post-retirement like there was an nfl player that came out i forget his name and i feel really bad um he just came out like i think in june um and just like there's been a lot of lip service with the nhl saying oh yeah hockey's for everyone and blah 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 blah, and you can play blah, blah blah but there's not been a lot of you can there's been a lot of you can be like oh here you can buy these things and they support pride initiatives and gay homosexual initiatives and queer initiatives whatever but you still have players who um are victims of sexual assault that 
don't get supported. Uh, you still have people employed f- for uh, extended contracts that have been um, perpetrators of sexual assault. Um, you still have teams who partner with companies like Chick-fil-A who fund and have funded, um, oh, what is it called? And, uh, the anti-gay, gay reversal, whatever, uh, therapy. Um, and unfortunately, um, the predators are one of those teams that are partnered with Chick-fil-A. Um, so that is something that I hope that they think about evaluating. It's hard. I feel like it's going to be hard, something hard for them to do because Chick-fil-A brings in a lot of money and a lot of people like to eat the chicken. Are you telling me that they're being hypocritical now? An NHL team in Nashville of all places. Um, and this is like, like I'm not trying, like I'm not trying to start shit. I just want people start to shit because it just, fucking want, sucks. Chick Fil A fucking people, blows. <laughs> you can get better. Chick- try uh, what is it? P- PDQ. Um, Mom and I had PDQ when we were in. What's PDQ? It's it's called People Doing Quality or something. I know, P- or it's it's a chicken place. Literally, they just sell chicken and waffle fries. Literally, that's it. Um, though I only had the waffle fries, but they have I think a salad too. Um, but it was it was really fucking good. We had it in Tampa, and it was so good. Um, I worked at Chick Fil A as a young person before I knew that I was a queer person. Um, before I understood how harmful um, Chick Fil A and their funding. Uh, where their money goes is um i just i want people to just be knowledgeable of what they're supporting and you can you can love something and still be critical of it you can still want it to be better um like i love hockey the nhl drives me fucking bonkers nhl fucking sucks it's one of the worst leagues on the planet when it comes to anything progressive something that makes sense for the on ice product as well i don't want to talk about officiating because it's the off season exactly but exactly. it's a problem um so there's definitely like 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 gary bettman like put out a statement today the nhl put out a statement today about um Luke, Luke. but um it's like this is this is one this is literally one small step we are not anywhere close to the giant leap for mankind and supporting players who are who feel comfortable and feel able to speak their truths and live their authentic lives. We need to support them. We need to show them that we are here for them. It doesn't matter if you're queer or not. Like Dave, like I said, Dave's super straight, but he's like, fuck yeah, I don't care. Everybody who's gay is awesome. Everybody's awesome as long as you're not infringing other people's rights. Let's go. So like, just be like Dave. (laughs) I had a gay friend. Honestly, I had a gay roommate for five years, and it was a uh, pretty awesome. He wanted to cuddle a lot, and I wasn't into that. You're but not that's a cuddler. fine. I don't cuddle you don't like gay cuddle people. Anyway. You don't <laughs> cuddle anyway. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. But um, Dave's no. Love language is not touch. <laughs> yeah, my love language. Is... <laughs> my love. My my love language is <laughs> is yelling at people. Um. <laughs> So it's Carl Nassib that is the uh, NFL player um, that's now going to be for the Raiders, Las Vegas, I think. Actually, whatever, because I don't know football, but um, I think they're. I think the Raiders are going to be the new Vegas team out there. Uh, I saw their stadium; it's massive, 
Looks like a UFO. Did I go? I don't know if I went past it. I don't remember it. In Vegas? Yeah. When were you there? When you were there. Oh, yeah. It's out there. <laughs> oh. In this, it's not in the city. Nah, I mean, oh. when you say the, the city... Okay, Las Vegas is like around the strip and that was it. I <laughs> no, it's not. It's else. not the strip. Okay. No, no, it's not the strip. Okay. It's probably on the way to McCarran Airport, actually. I probably drove past it at some point and I just wasn't paying attention. Don't quote me. I don't actually know that. Oh, Regardless. I don't really care about football. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Uh, so like, okay, that's a uh, Luke Prokop. I think I got that right. Yes. And uh, more power to him, yes. and we wish him a lot of luck and success, success in his career. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. It's a big step. And hopefully it leads to more people feeling safe in the NHL mm-hmm. and hockey in general. Because there's so much crap that comes out of the junior teams, it's just disgusting. Like you said, uh, mm-hmm. assault, sexual assault, abuse, etc. Disgusting. Um... So uh, let's uh, let's turn it to a topic that we all want to talk about. Actually, I wonder if we should uh, do something else before we get into the nitty gritty. We're going to talk about the expansion draft, but there is some other cool news that happened the past week that everybody's forgotten about now. <laughs> so we're going to start with the good news. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay, Dominic Ducharme is appointed the 31st head coach in Canadiens history. Um, That's a no-brainer. Guy brings the team to its first NHL final, Stanley Cup final in 28 years. You keep the guy in COVID. During the COVID schedule. Everything. Absolute no-brainer. However... If you asked me that same question before the playoffs, I would have been like, ah, I don't know about this. Because going into the playoffs, Ducharme had the same record as Claude Julien in the regular season. And it was almost treading downward, an actual worse record. But as mentioned, that COVID schedule between March and April was a gauntlet. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, actually... Habs weren't, like, the only team to have a schedule that bad. And it's like, okay. How many of those teams got into the playoffs? How many of those teams got into the finals? You know? I, I, I get it. But at the same time, there's, like, a whole other story that's separate from your bullshit narrative. Anyway. Intangibles. Intangibles. So, congratulations to Dominic Ducharme. That's, uh, that's, that's some good news. Some other good news. Eyebrows. Are his eyebrows going to match his hair? Yes. No. <laughs> I got my eyebrows done. Damn. I didn't want to. I didn't want to comment. I was like, "Damn, okay. those are some pretty on fleek eyebrows." <laughs> Thank you. You can't even see them behind my glasses. The lady said that they were fun to do. Which I don't know what that means, but I think it's good. I had um, fun shaving my beard. It even yeah looks Almost uneven good. but if you look at me without a camera it's actually cool anyway um great, as always a th- thank you a three-year contract for ducharme previously in the past uh michel terrien had himself a four-year contract and claude julien was actually on a five-year contract i think the habs are starting to learn that we cycle through coaches in three-year periods mm-hmm. now 
given the makeup of the team, that may be different. I can imagine Dominic, you know, getting uh, extended at the end of his tenure, depending on how things go, because we're at a bit of a crossroads with the team for other reasons not to do with him. But when I mentioned that, I'm thinking in particular the young core. Mm-hmm. Suzuki Caulfield, Kod Kaniemi, and Evans. I would I would throw Evans would, into that group yeah. as well. Um, Paling, maybe, maybe, depending on how things go. Um, aside from that, Luke Richardson also got himself a contract extension, matching Dominic Ducharme for the next three years. No-brainer. The guy pretty much got us into the cup final yep. during the series against Las Vegas, as Dominic Ducharme had to get COVIDed out. Uh, he could not coach the team on the bench. That was Luke Richardson. Luke Richardson's job, of course, in <clears throat> intermission periods, uh, after games, before games, Dom and Luke were, of course, in close contact with each other. Well, close communications with each other. Talkies. Yeah, yeah, the talkies, and uh, they did all that stuff. So it wasn't like Dom was completely absent, but at the same time, Dom wasn't making calls on the bench. Luke Richardson was, mm-hmm. and uh, we know how the Vegas series went. OT winner for Arturi Lekkanen. Got us into the Stanley Cup final. Amazing. Thanks. Um, Alex Belziel, a one-year contract. The only contract to be signed, uh, you know, to be officially finished uh, for the Habs so far in the offseason. I don't think there was any other player signings. Um, 29-year-old forward uh, suited up for two games with Montreal. Got himself one assist. And um, I mentioned this in my TikTok about him. But okay, he was one of the black aces. He didn't play in the playoffs, but he was one of the black aces in case anything crazy happened that we would need Alex Belziel to get slotted in. Um, not saying anything against him, just saying there's a lot of firepower. I don't think Belziel was like the first guy, like Michael Forlick, the poor guy. Where was he? Anyway, uh, league minimum $750,000 in the NHL, uh, $250,000 in the AHL, which is this is essentially a minor league contract. Uh, with a guaranteed salary of $300,000. Um, he had 14, no, 17 games, 14 points with Laval. That's way more important in this particular thing because Laval was fantastic last season. They won their division handedly. Like, they were just the, the best team on the ice in the North Division. Eh, they were in the North Division. I get it. Shut the fuck up. But they were the best. They were better than the Marlies, and that's what matters. Um... The, the craziest thing about Alex Belzio that I found out, though, is that in, in this past season, he is the only player on the Laval Rocket to score in the shootout. Literally the only what? player. He has wow. 100% accuracy in the shootout. Every other team on Laval's roster has zero. That one goal he scored in the shootout, which is also kind of crazy... But that one goal he scored in the shootout was also a game winner. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, but that like shocked me. Like, excuse me? He was the only guy to score in the shootout? Like the only guy. Good for him. One attempt, one win. <laughs> and you'll you if you look down the roster, all the other players have attempts and they all got, you know, stopped. Oh no. Except for Alex Belziel. 100 percent on the shootout. Good job. There you go, buddy. Mm. 
So one year, two way for Alex Bazil. Now, um, okay, I'm out of uh, happy news. We're going to get into some shitty news real quick. And it's going to be a motherfucking doozy. Uh, coming up to the draft, at least. Like the regular draft, the actual not, you know, stupid draft. Um, When is that? Oh, one second. It is on. Oh, it's this week. Duh. This is, isn't it like Friday? It is on Friday. The regular NHL draft is on Friday. The expansion when? draft is on Wednesday. And there is a freeze on activity until the expansion draft happens. Which means thir- Wednesday night, probably, and Thursday is going to be chaos. <laughs> Unmitigated chaos. Unless I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the freeze stops on Wednesday after the Kraken do their expansion draft. Well, that's not until 8 p.m. Exactly. So it's like, be like late, late Wednesday night, all day Thursday. Yeah. Probably all day Friday. Yeah. It's going to be, it's yeah. it's just going to be freaking crazy. Yeah. Okay, so. Also, Lil Nas X drops a new song on Friday. Oh, shit. So, gay rights. Gay rights. <laughs> um, the Canadians have 11 picks in the draft. I missed one. I thought they had 12. Oh, well. Anyway, um, they have uh, three picks in the first two rounds. Of course, now their first round pick is pick 31, which is like, whatever. It's practically a second round pick. Regardless, they have a lot of picks again. Um, three in the first two rounds, and then five picks in the top 100. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that's gonna be important for our next topic. So how 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 to how to go about this? Last week started with the rumor that Shea Weber was done. That's He's it. Dead. It's over. He is dead in a casket in the ground. And he will never play hockey ever, ever again. And of course it's true, because did you see how he acted after the Stanley Cup final? He was crying on the ice. He was crying on the ice, which means, obviously, that his career is over. It is just done, forever done. And it's so sad. Shea Weber is the same age as my older brother. It's like... And people act like just because he cried, it means like he can't even look at an ice rink ever again. Last time I cried, it was during Terminator 2 when the Terminator died. That was like a decade ago, Dave. It was like two decades ago. It was like three <laughs> decades ago. T2? Yeah, 1980. Oh, sorry, I was thinking Transformers. <laughs> no, no, Terminator. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking Transformers. I don't cry during Michael Bay. Excuse <laughs> me? My brain just was like, oh, yeah, he definitely said Transformers and Optimus Prime died or something. I don't know. (laughs) When Arnold Schwarzenegger is lowered into the molten freaking vat to destroy (laughs) his neural processor, I shed a tear. Just one. And then I punched it. Never again. Um, So... (laughs) But I don't, man. Weber's not done. If he he might not make the start of the season, okay. He might need surgery this offseason. Like, there's foot, leg, hip. We've heard all sorts. And thumb. Mouth the thumb is. I the thumb I get. Because, yeah. like, that's going to be... He's going to need to work grip, on that. You got to grip. That's what you grip with. Yeah, that's what you grip the stick with. Grip Bellas. the stick. Bellas. And, and um, ladies. And, and ladies. Else. 
if you're into that. Um, anybody can grip this. <laughs> anybody, any anybody can. Hockey's for everybody, and that's what we're talking about. That's the hockey stick. Everybody can grip the hockey stick. But Shea Weber literally will he will have to be like scraped off the ice before he stops playing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just it, it boggles my mind. Like Weber's not gonna stop playing unless he loses a leg. And, and he'll it, play sledge hockey. Twenty five minutes a night in the playoffs. He didn't slow down at all. Did he play through it? Sure. He played through it. But, like, the, the will of the guy, I can't imagine it stopping him. He'd probably will a new leg to grow. Yeah, it's just, it's nuts. We'll probably hear more about it after the expansion draft. Yeah. Right now, we're kind of in a, 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 a dark period of news mm -hmm. because everything is hearsay. No team is saying nothing because they can't do anything. They don't, they don't want the Kraken to have any more leverage than they've already got. Right. And uh, that, uh, of course, brings us to another interesting topic, which I will get into with the unveil. Okay, the protected list that the Habs released Sunday. This is when everything went to shit. Who's protected among forwards? Josh Al Anderson. Josh Anderson's protected. Cool. We like him. Yeah. Yoel Armia doesn't have a contract. If he's protected, that means we're signing him. Good. Jake Evans is protected. Interesting choice. Young guy, but they felt it uh, necessary to protect him. Brendan Gallagher, duh. Of course. Does he have uh, a movement clause? He is one of the guys with no movement clause. Him and Jeff Petrie. Are, and we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi needed to be protected because <laughs> it was his um, third pro year, I think think that's why um Arturi Lekkonen's protected maybe a surprise to some people you know I can understand why maybe not to protect him but regardless he's protected Tyler Toffoli as well what was that I don't know who they would have protected other than Lekkonen anyway so uh Corey Perry oh okay Corey Perry's unprotected uh Philippe Deneau no. is unprotected that's kind of crazy. We're going to get to the unprotected guys in a second, though. Okay. Um, so, but then defensemen. Uh, ben Sherratt's protected. Joel, uh, Joel Edmondson's protected. And Jeff Petrie, also a no-movement clause. Who's not on that list? Shea Weber's on that list. Interesting. So, the uh, 4D chess that's going on from Bergevin is like, oh, we're not going to protect Weber. Huge contract, mind you. Older player <laughs> as well. And um, riddled with the bubonic plague. You don't want the bubonic plague in Seattle. The um, bubonic plague, um, smallpox, mm. and a fever. I don't uh, and cholera, I heard. Cholera. <laughs> yes, cholera. Cholera. No love. No love in the time of cholera. No love in the time of cholera. Um, mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> okay, here's, here's, okay, this is what happened. Jake Allen is protected. Who's not protected? Gary Price is not protected in the expansion draft, and Habs World got thrown into a snake pit. Because, of course, we just got to the Stanley Cup final. On the back of... Gary Price played every game in the freaking playoffs. Every single one. Every single one. This he was is sleeping in his basement when he was at home. His first finals appearance ever... Of course, mm -hmm. as I have, but ever. And they couldn't get it done. 
So, the playoffs were literally like a week and a half ago, like 10 days ago or so, right? And we like went from so that extraordinary high to this complete and utter uncertainty now that Kerry Price waived his no movement clause and decided to expose to be exposed in the draft. Now, the hearsay. And I have to I have I have to put this out there. If you hear from LeBron, Drager, Freeman, um mm, 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 a bunch of other folks, they're they're that's not news. I'm sorry to say. It's hearsay. And it's okay to, you know, get get amped up about it. But it's not news. It's hearsay. People are acting as if Weber's already gone. People are acting as if Price is already gone. I get like, you know, setting up your emotional barriers to 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 to, to deal with that. But you're you're doing it with incomplete information. Unfortunately, the only time something real happens in this case is Wednesday night when we find out who gets picked. Now, when it comes to Carey Price, as for myself, I love the guy. Same. Between, between him and PK, between him and PK Subban, they're the only reason I'm pretty much watching hockey, right? My first jersey I ever bought was a Carey Price jersey. Adidas, if you can believe it. Uh, no. Reebok. Sorry. Anyway. Um, but, like, it, 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 I, it would be a, a tumult. The likes of which it'd be blow my mind if the Habs lose Carey Price in the expansion draft. Unless there's a huge return from the Kraken somehow. Or there there has to be some sort of side deal that Bergevin has with the Kraken to take somebody else. Now, he may have to pay out of the nose for that. And, uh, I mean, he has the picks to do it. You can give them all 11 of the picks in the draft. The league might not like that because there's a lot of things with the league that the league won't allow. Um, For example, side deals can happen. I'll give you this if you don't pick so-and-so. Great, that can happen. But Habs kind of have to double dip in that regard because they have to say, well, don't pick Price or Weber, right? That's all. That's a lot of capital to go through there to keep a team away. Um, a thing that uh, apparently the league will not allow is say Seattle picks carry, flip him back to the Habs or something like that. I don't believe the team the league is going no, to allow they, that. It, they would see that as uh, cap circumvention, right? So there's that whole thing. Um, there's another uh, thing as well, like say Seattle pick him trade price to another team, then that team trades back to Montreal. I also think that's not a thing that you can do either because Terry Price's no movement clause would kick in again. Mm -hmm. Yep. But then to agree. Right. But then that's also another risk for Seattle as well, in a way, Mm -hmm. because when it comes to Seattle's point of view, and I'm about, I'm about to be finished with this because this, all this information I have is like here saying the past week of just all the crazy shit that's coming out about this situation. Um, Carey Price is a $10.5 million gold tender. Will Seattle want to stomach that? We don't know. But even more so, 
I believe that the contract is front-loaded an additional $10 million. So they would have to dish out $20 bucks to get Carey Price in. Now, is Carey Price worth that? Yeah. Best goaltender in the freaking world. Kraken might want to take that risk. But at the same time, Montreal would probably want to put a deal together to not have that happen. Yeah. So here we are. Um, another point to add on to that is that Ron Francis, is that Ron Francis? Is, is Ron his first name? I can't remember. I think it is Ron, yeah. Um, he said yep. this past week that one of the things that they are grateful to have the advantage of is cap space. Um, well, yeah, they so, don't have any players, that son of exactly. a bitch. So I don't know how to feel about that. Um, my mom and I were talking, um, back before, uh, the finals were over and mom said that if they won the cup she could see carrie volunteering or asking to go to seattle um because he did essentially he would have done everything that he wanted to in montreal and he would be able to go and start up a new franchise and be closer to his and angela's families um which I could also see given who Carrie is as a person and all of the, he's really big into his philanthropic work. And I think he could still do stuff with the breakfast club while also being able to focus a lot on um, indigenous peoples, especially the ones close to his heart um, on the West coast. Um, I think that like, I personally, I don't want Carrie to go to the Kraken. I really don't. I don't want Shea Weber to go. I don't want Paul Byron to go. I feel like Paul Byron's the likeliest one but that's just me personally. Um, I, I have news for you on that, but go ahead. Okay. I don't want Carrie to go, um, but I think that if he does go, it would be really good for him. I'll be very sad. Um, I've been watching Carrie Price for a long time, and he's one of my favorite players. I had the pleasure of meeting him, and it was literally one of the greatest experiences of my life, even though it was really embarrassing because I didn't know how to speak. Um and like I honestly like I I really I feel I feel in my heart that Mark Benjamin, who is a known real end dealer, a known gambler, has some sort of thing going on with the Kraken, and we are going to start next season with Carrie Price in the Montreal Canadiens net. But I also know that we're supposed to expect the unexpected, and I don't know what's going to happen on Wednesday. Right. Right? We do not know. And I'm uh, I'm with you on that all the way. Um, now, the thing about the expansion draft is that Carey Price is not the only goaltender up for grabs. He is, without a doubt, the best goaltender, though. Yes. Um, I'm pretty confident in saying that. Uh, but the likes of Jonathan Quick are up. Uh, ben Bishop is up. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Murray out of Ottawa is also up. up. Um, there's there's <laughs> also, a, a lot. That that guy from uh, Florida who's supposed to be he's a I think he's a new guy from Florida. He's supposed to be really good from the Panthers, like Didier or something. Yeah, that's um. There was a rumor that there was going to be a contract finished up mm-hmm. because right oh, now the Kraken is the only team that can make deals. 
right yeah. now. That's that's the other stipulation to all this. Yeah. That right now the Kraken can do whatever they want. They can announce deals, sign players, etc. Every other team cannot cannot do that. God damn it, man! Remember when the Vegas draft was happening and like we were worried about losing Charles Houdon? <laughs> Who's trying to come back to the NHL? By the way. Yeah, by the by. He's coming back to the... I mean, and technically, the Habs have him exposed as well because they ha they still own the rights to him. Yeah. Until, until this is all over and then he's a free agent. I was yeah, wondering he, about um, that. He did not resign in Sweden. Was it Sweden or Switzerland? I thought it was Switzerland remember. he was playing. Um, But he and the fam are coming back to the uh the North Coast, uh to North America. <laughs> and um, he wants to play in the NHL. So... um. Ayo Kraken, take what <laughs> take what Vegas did. But yeah, I mean, like I like I'm I'm a lot more apprehensive about this draft than I was about the Vegas draft. I do have to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, the other thing is too is that we were getting worked up about a lot of stuff with the Vegas draft, and then they end up picking Emelyn. Yeah. And that was it. It's like, damn, we're gonna miss his hip checks. The Emelyn boom. Um, now. So that's Carey Price. I think we kind of covered everything that's going on with Carey Price. Aside from Angela Price. So, once the whole news about the non-movement clause came out with Carey Price, um, at some point, Angela Price shared something on her Instagram story saying, Hey, everybody, I've been getting a lot of DMs. Don't worry. Everything will make sense soon. Mm -hmm. Habs fans are like, oh, thank God. But at the same time, oh no. Mm -hmm. And then today, so they've been in Kelowna uh, visiting, or I think, no, they're at their house. They have a house in Kelowna. But then today she posted, oh, leaving, or last day in Kelowna, or leaving in Kelowna, leaving Kelowna today, going to miss these mornings. I'm like, what do you mean? It's probably. What do back. you mean? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and like she posted no. like some cute like baby content of Lincoln saying dada because I guess all the kids have said dada as a first word. I'm like, Angela, listen, please tell us. Please yeah, listen. Angela's 0-3 with the with the kids saying mama or papa. Which is quite a thing given that she's, you know, raising them while Carrie's like you know, playing but she, might, but she also talks about him a lot because when he's away, she's like, look, here he is on TV, here he is on FaceTime, here's a picture of him, here's the doll of him. Dada. So Damn it! It might, be, it might be that, um, and I think I thought I don't know I don't remember. Ashley's a, the speech pathologist, so she would be here to correct me. But I don't remember. One of them is supposed to be a lot easier to say first, and I thought it was Mama, but maybe it's Dad. Dad. So yeah, we would have to ask Ashley about that. Yeah. Hi, Ashley, friend of the podcast. Hi, Ashley. Yes. Hope you're doing well. So yes. that's all the Carrie Price news. I'm I'm pretty sure the Kraken are not going to take him. But, uh, you know, we we're not going to know until Wednesday. It's just... Imagine if they had Ben Bishop and Carey Price. Then who would be paying too much for goaltending? Uh... I would also be very angry. I just, I don't like Ben Bishop. Oh, my God. The thing is, there's so many players, like unexpected players. Well, not mm -hmm. unexpected, but like some of the names that were, that came out uh, for the expansion draft and the unprotected list were like, oh, my God, really? For example, Vladimir Tarasenko. Hello. Mm -hmm. That's a bit of a player. Yeah. Also not cheap. That's the whole thing. You take Carey Price. Because I tried doing the expansion simulator. And I'm an idiot. I got through 15 teams. And I hit the cap. I'm like, oh. Wait, was that the one on Cap Friendly? Yeah, uh, at, on Cap Friendly. Who is now... 
Verified. Congratulations to Cap yes, Friendly. Congratulations, Cap Friendly. I love you, Cap Friendly. I owe you another donation. As a noted coder and nerd myself, it is a very well put together website. Incredibly intuitive. Just the best, 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 just, best. They're always coming up with stuff. They're like, oh, here's this new thing that we have that you didn't know you wanted, or this, this, yeah. this that we have for this upcoming event. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so nice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's there's such they're I like please please don't be like evil like murderers or something. Like just please be good people in real life. Like Yeah. <sighs> like Ryan Getzlaff was unprotected. God. Like hello, well, you know. He's, he's a player. He's, he sucks. Yeah, I know, but still he's a player. Like, Kevin Shattenkirk, he's on uh fucking mm -hmm. who else is there? Uh uh Andrew Ladd from freaking the Coyotes. I mean, older, you know, I get <laughs> they it. They traded for him and then they didn't protect They didn't protect him. David Krejci, you know, out of, you know, Boston. But he's, but he's, he's had some rocky... Taylor Hall's unprotected. Doesn't surprise me. Wait, what? Uh, wait, wait, wait. He, I forgot he was in Boston now. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, David Krejci doesn't surprise me, though. He and his relationship, because they had some tenuous stuff the last couple seasons. Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak. Imagine. They already told, they already, Halak already said that he's not re-signing with Boston. And then Rask. Who knows with Rask? Who knows? A lot of people knows? thought that he'd be retiring. But imagine that, Price and Halak again, again in Seattle. That'd be yeah. fucking crazy. Uh, for the Sabres, uh, Jeff Skinner waived his no-movement clause. He said, give me the fuck out. Eric's yeah, Kyle, not here anymore. Kyle Taylor Ocoso, <laughs> Zemkis Girgensen, who we remember from All-Star oh, fame. Yeah. Let's see who else. I'm just going down the list of people here. Uh, Milan Lucic, who cares? He's who on cares? there. I forgot. Uh, Mark Giordano, man. Hmm. Big old defenseman. Hmm. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. Is Grubauer unprotected or is he just a free agent? What team's he on? He's on the, he's on the Avs. Because he would be another goalie. Oh yeah, that whole for them to thing. look at the German man. He's Rubauer, he's good. Duh. I'm sorry. He Rubauer, is yeah. the only protected goaltender, but that means Devin oh. uh, Dubnik is open. It's not. Yeah. Mm. So there's a lot. There's a lot here. You know, everyone's. It, we're so focused on the Habs, but there's you know yeah. a lot of shit. Look at the biggest, got. the bigger picture. Look at the forest, not just the trees. Like Landeskog, unprotected. Oh my mm. god. Um. That big. God damn Blonde, it, fucking man. emails, sorry. Um, keep getting pop-ups that I don't need. Um, uh, Franz Nielsen, unprotected. James Neal, unprotected. <laughs> the real deal, James. Isn't he on the Penguins right now? I just scrolled past it. I don't know, it's okay. It's no, okay. no, no, he's on the Oilers. The Oilers, okay. I don't know why I thought he was on the Penguins. Um, I just think it's funny that... Nick Bonino, on the Wild, he's, man... I just okay. think it's funny that Flurry's, uh, not Flurry, uh, friggin' that kid, Mike, Mike, whatever, uh, the goalie from the Penguins, and now the Oilers is unprotected. Smith? No, the, the little, the young kid that was on the Penguins when they won two cups, and they protected him for the Vegas expansion draft. And now he's exposed for matt murray matt murray thank you look i'm an old man okay don't judge me that guy has two cups already that son of a bitch he so he's fine the other thing is that um there's a lot of other names with the haves that were unprotected that we're not giving due diligence to 
Um, <clears throat> Philip Deneau. That's another big name that a lot of people are already writing off. He's gone forever. He's not coming back. That one is the one that I actually kind of can understand. Um, he recently put his house up for sale, whatever that means. Which is, which that's a beautiful house. Yeah, he fucking hates that lake, though. He's done with it. <laughs> he just went up to his wife, Marie-Philippe, and he's like, right, right? Marie-Pierre. Marie-Pierre, that's it. Marie-Philippe. Marie-Pierre. My wife. Fuck this lake, my wife. We're moving. <laughs> right, that's pretty much the like, whole, it's too whole dangerous. conversation. Edward, <laughs> Pierre-Edward and I cannot ride our hoverboards around if we're going to fall into the lake. I've had enough. <laughs> He was a little teeny tiny hover. And there it is. So it's just a weird thing with him because what the whole talk is, is that he wants more money than what he's apparently worth. The guy is the perennial Selkie winner, winner that never wins a Selkie. One of the best defensive center in, in the league. Probably. Give or take. I would say. I'm speaking out of Habs bias. But the guy's pretty damn good. All right. So, Habs are probably not going to re-sign him. Or they might. But, the thing about Philippe Deneau, too, is that he's a bit of a logjam when it comes to center. Suzuki, Suzuki, probably more than any other player in the playoffs, really, really did well. Beth, I don't think you were on the episode. No, you weren't on the episode last week when we recorded. <laughs> Who led the team in goals in the playoffs? Nick Suzuki. Who led the team in assists in the playoffs? Uh, Nick Suzuki. Yep. Suzuki led all of the Habs in points in the playoffs. Goals, assists, That's you know, and of course points. So he's going to be our first line center, one imagines. Kotkaniemi had a bit of a stumble, but I don't think they can, I don't think they have like good line mates for Kotkaniemi either. Um, but the kid, he's still a kid. He's mm -hmm. growing, you know? So that's our tandem. Suzuki, Kotkaniemi, Evans, and at some point, Paling, you know, will be on his way as well. I don't know who else is on the depth chart after Paling, but, like, that's the case. Um, the other thing, too, is that I don't think Eric Stahl is going to get picked in the expansion draft. Will the Habs keep him? I'm not sure, but like, he's, like, just another choice for them. Um, so who knows about Philip Dino? I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't either. And... Part of, like from what I see on social media, like I have never met Philip Deneau. I've not ever met Mark Bergevin, but from what I see is that he, Deneau and Bergevin have this have similar personalities, and I feel like the, not you, just with anybody on the team anyway. But like Bergevin can have frank discussions, and often does have frank discussions with his players. And from what my brain has come up with, I feel like that. Mark and Philippe have discussed this more than once um, over the past year because uh, Philippe has said, I want this money, and Mark has said no, and he's and Philippe has said, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they, like, like, like you said, Dave, like, it's a logjam at center. Uh, you don't really want to shift anybody that you have down, but you also don't want to put Dano in the bottom for, in the, on the fourth line. Um, Dano has been vocal about the worry of his usage and all this other stuff. And if 
and like Dano, if Dano wants to play hockey, then he and the team are gonna have to make a sacrifice, whether it means Dano taking a diff taking less ice time or the team letting him go. And the team can afford to let him go. And it's not it's not fair to Dano to to not be able to do what he loves. Um, and so we have, we have to set him free and go fly and be a centerman um, somewhere else. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to know on the team. He does great things. Um, I love watching him. I enjoy who he has a person as a person and a player, but sometimes that's just how she goes. That's just how hockey works out. It's a business. It's a business. It's money. What and the players thought. deserve their money. Yes, they do. So that's going to be, that's the most interesting story to me, a bit. I mean, there's a, of course, you've got to figure out what's going to happen with Price. But Deneau's situation is so much more mercurial to me that I don't yes. know either which way what's going to happen. I say that, and now I'm looking at other names on this list. And I'm like, uh-oh, maybe not. So Paul Byron is also unprotected. Yeah. yeah. Um... Now, the thing about the thing that's probably protecting Paul Byron from Seattle is his contract. Contract, yeah. So I don't think they'll be picking him either. We'll see, though. You never know. Yep. You do never know. Um, other forwards that are unprotected Brandon Baddock, Joseph Blandizi, uh, Laurent Dauphin, uh, folks uh, from Laval. The curious case of Jonathan Drouin. Mm -hmm. That's another black hole where we have no idea what's going on with Drouin. Zero. Um, folks are waiting for a leak to happen about the situation, whatever it may be, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's a, I got nothing on that. I can only wish him well. There. Same. He's I on contract he's for, successful and yeah, that's good things. That's right. That's right. He um, is, uh, the second highest paid forward on the team. Well, probably third now since, uh. Brian Gallagher got his new contract. Let me double check that. Uh, Galley. Yeah, 5.6.5.5.5. And buried is... Yeah. A tied for second most paid person. Same contract money-wise as uh, Josh Anderson. And we'll be paying Jonathan Duruan until 2024. That's coming up. Yep. So anyway. Um... Allegedly, I, I don't, I don't remember who tweeted this. I think it was a check mark. I don't remember who. I know allegedly, um, and apparently this is what happened with the Vegas draft. Um, all the players who are going to become Kraken will find out tomorrow night. Um, so they will know already by the time the draft starts. Um, oh but boy! Not let us say anything. Um, and I don't know how this, how the word of this goes out or is is put around or, um chaos reigns or who all has to go i don't know how they're doing it because i know i mean i know that the browns or jt browns in seattle congratulations to him by the way getting a really cool job yeah uh, we like the brown family they're they're awesome um but i don't know how they're i don't know if it's going to be virtual or what i'm assuming but i don't know um but yeah they're all supposed to find out tomorrow night um so they have time to do whatever it is. Do something. They I don't because do. I don't have to be anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I imagine. Hmm. Depends on the player. 
Border's still yeah, closed. Maybe, yeah, it's opening closed soon. Next month. I yes. have my vaccine card. That's a whole other that's a whole other we'll get to that. But yeah. um I think if a player can go, they'll go. If they can't, they'll probably they virtue it. We'll see. Yeah. Not sure. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense to me that Um Michael Furlick is uh, unprotected, Charles Sudon. Corey Perry, unprotected. Mm. Interesting. Uh interesting. Michael Pazetta, Eric Stahl, Thomas Tatar. That is a name that people almost unanimously are thinking, yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Which I can get that. Um, he wasn't great in the playoffs. It took me a bit of time to realize, oh, he is definitely not great for the playoffs. But um, eventually I did see that at around game two or three of the Leafs series. Because as soon as he came out, we won. Huh? Anyway, uh, Lucas Videmo, he's another interesting name out there. And Jordan Wheel, the real deal, who is now signed in Russia, though. So yeah. the whole yeah. rights thing, like you said, yeah. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure about that. Now, defensemen, unprotected defensemen. This is where, you know, you can get some good value for your buck if you're Seattle. <laughs> Aside from Carey Price. Kale Fleury, unprotected. Great prospect for the Habs. Uh, Eric Gustafson scored a power play goal. <laughs> Brett Kulak. There's a guy. The little Viking. The little Viking, our buddy. Uh, John Merrill will miss his flow. Uh, Gustav Olofsson. Another guy in the Laval. Uh, Xavier Willette. And, of course, Shea Weber. And then for goaltenders, Charlie Lindgren, Michael McNiven, and Carey Price. So, the like, some talking heads and, like, other folks think that, you know, if it's not Price, who would it be? Brett Kulak. And that's a mm-hmm. lot of value right there as a defenseman. But like as a third pairing guy, you know? So maybe people are just trying to say, well, I'll take Kulak instead of Price, you know, that whole thing. But yeah, it's, um, we don't know. Do not know. There we are. Yes. Yes. And yes. And that's it. That's all the news I have Um, on the expansion draft. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any expansion draft news. Um, I do have a little plug if you let me. Duh. Okay. Um. So, I had the pleasure of being on the Habs Nightly podcast. It is hey. not Habs Tonight, not the one with Dale Weiss. I'm not that cool. Um, <laughs> but no, Habs Nightly is um is a podcast done by Mason Dixon and uh Bayou Benders. Um. I think, forgive me, I believe his name is Corey. His real name is Corey. Um, but there are two hockey You're fans. I'm on the worst. the podcast. I know. I'm so bad. Hey, it's okay. I tweet, yeah. I quote tweets, and I'm like, I don't know where oh, I read that. I, exactly. It's just in my head, and I said exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're both um, Southern hockey fans. Yeah. And, um, it was really cool to talk to other Southern hockey fans. And uh, Corey is also a Habs fan from the South. So that was really cool. He uh, grew up watching the Habs as well. Um, he's, on, in he's in Louisiana. He's a, he's near New Orleans. Um, but it was a really fun show. Does um, he know any Cajun? Were... I didn't ask if he knew any um, any Cajun or Creole or anything. I'm sorry. Um, but is it Cajun it was... or Creole, actually? I think there's two again. different dialects. Like, is it? I think, okay. I think it is two different. I didn't know if they were like that. synonymous, but 
Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to ask my dad's mom, but she's dead. So I can't. <laughs> I can't, can't ask her anything. She will can't not ask respond. Her anything. I, I had to do that, get like a seance. It's the whole thing. Um, but yeah, the show came out today. I think it's yeah. like 45 minutes, an hour. It was really fun. We laughed a lot. There's a lot of like Southernisms that we got to put in there. We talked about Paul Byron and how much we love Paul Byron. And um, we just talked about, we talked a little bit about my trips, uh, my playoff trips and whatever, but it was just a really good time. Um, and you should definitely check them out. They're at Habs Nightly on Twitter. Um, and yeah, and it's just, it's just auto. You don't get to look at us. Um, but it's still a fun listen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Glad to hear that. That's very cool. So at Habs Nightly on the Twitter, check it out. Check it out. After checking us check out. After checking us out. You gotta finish this first. You gotta finish this, otherwise you won't know. I mean, you're already an hour into this episode, bud. Exactly. Thank you, by the way. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's thanks. fine. We like having you here. So I guess what? They'll see us next, <laughs> next week <laughs> when we find out if we live or die. Yes. I have no idea what we're... Well, I know exactly what we're going to talk about next week already. Because uh, as soon as Wednesday happens, it's just the floodgates are going to open. My God. It's going to be a lot. Hopefully there's going to be a lot to talk about. I mean, other than the draft, like signings and moves and... It's going to be all sorts of shit. Might need to get a guest on, maybe, for the first time in like two months. Um... Three months, perhaps. We'll figure it out. We need to find a lady. Another lady. Yeah, it would two. be nice. It would be nice. Oh, no, we've had three. We've had three. My bad. Yeah, yeah, no, we've had a few. Um, trying to think. Really we cool are... Ladies. Yes. We are in the closing minutes of the podcast, which is fine. All right. But we are out of Habs News. Um. Yes. Uh, saw Space Jam. Is it good? That was fun. I watched it yet. Okay. That was fun. I kind of lean Space Jam 1. Gotcha. Maybe it's That's a nostalgic That's what you grew up with. Yeah. Well, it's also like LeBron's <laughs> not quite Michael Jordan on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, that, and the second one kind of suffered without having somebody like Bill Murray mm-hmm. on as well. Like it was only LeBron. I wonder, I wonder how come they didn't bring Bill Murray in. He's a legend. But, but I mean, he's still, he's like a bajillion years old and he's still like out there. Like he's, he's out there having also, drinks, doing movies. Speaking of, because there's a new Wes Anderson film coming out at some point. Ooh. That he was working on. So I can imagine. Another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not the newspaper one? Mm-hmm. The one that was just at Cannes? That's probably the one I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. So he was probably working on that while Space that Jam one's... was happening. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, that's fair enough, I guess. But I feel like that one's been running works for a while, but I don't know, COVID, whatever. Uh, Bill Murray, exactly. cool dude. If you if you have the chance to meet him, I recommend it. Yeah. Sometimes he'll buy you dinner. At Not because I was cute. I was crying. Oh. Um, <laughs> Stop <laughs> I was, crying. I was moving away. Here's food. I was moving away, Stop. and it was my goodbye dinner. And we were at his one of the restaurants he owns in South Carolina, and he was just there at the next table having dinner. And he was like, here you go. I'm paying for it. Don't worry about it. And we're like, thank you. Yeah, he's he's a super he's a super nice dude super nice awesome um yeah i have to work tomorrow and wednesday so i just get to be anxious for 48 hours um so thankfully my ativan prescription i have a refill and so i'm good <laughs> just pop those like i'm not really don't pop them like m&m's it's not good for you but um 
Take I'm, a deep breath, um, take your anxiety meds, smoke some weed, CBD, eat a piece of chocolate, whatever. Only thing I'm doing is uh, nothing, and then the uh, expansion mm -hmm. draft will happen. I go. think I'm going to be heading over to Chris's to watch it, because, of course, we have a Rejects team that is uh, a plethora of fandoms. I feel like we should still have Chris on at some point. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I'll figure That'll that out. Be fun. I'll figure that out. Um, oh, his cameo. so the close actually on tonight, uh, the U.S. Canada border is set to open August yes. 9th. You can expect me, Montreal, to be in you in August 13th, <laughs> right? Am I, am I doing that right? Yeah, August 13th. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to get fucking crepes at my fucking crepe place. You're I'm gonna just gonna go to a La Bancoco? Uh, probably not. I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna go everywhere. Just and crepes. Drink and just crepes. I haven't had a crepe in a year and a half. Maybe two years. Maybe a year and a it half. It has been a long ass time since you've sent me a picture of crepes. February, last February. We didn't get crepes when we were there together. You could have gotten crepes, but you didn't. You got Subway instead. Yeah, that's because there's no crepe store open after the fucking concert. You're not going to get a nice crepe at like 1230 at night. You should be able to. That that would be a good... That's how you can make your living in Montreal, to sell crepes after the concert's over. It could be Dave the Crepe Man. Dave Crepe. Dave Crepe. <laughs> David O. Crepe. <laughs> o. Crepe and Dave. Oh, Crepe. That's right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So now I know my LLC or whatever the hell I need to get my business name there. Um, okay, so that's it for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Like and subscribe, and uh, it's okay. Everything that you hear up until Wednesday is hearsay. It's hearsay. Until Nothing's a team official. actually... And, like, the other thing that blows my mind is that it's been religious dogma in the Habs sphere that unless the Habs say it, it's bullshit. Yes, this has been true for, like, ever. Ever since Berzvan came into yes, the so picture. the last eon. Oh, my God. Just And, like, if Bobby Margarita's not saying anything, who also has a TikTok account now. What? But he quit, I thought. So he's not saying anything anymore. Well, yeah, but you're, you're missing the main point of this. Okay. He has a TikTok and it's just him pouring margaritas. It's that makes me so happy. It's so on brand. Please send me one so I that can. Son of, I think he only has one. And he's pouring a margarita. But Still regardless, regardless, that's amazing. Unless it comes from either the Habs account or Barbie or Bobby Margs. Barbie Margarita. Or Bar Barbie Margarita. <laughs> margarita. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>